0: Number one song? Why
1: men great till they gotta be great?
0: Check. Grammy Awards?
1: And the Grammy goes to... Lizzo. Lizzo! Check. CEO? My vision for it was just like shapewear that you can wear underwear, overwear, anywhere so that you don't have to feel ashamed about wearing clothing. Check. Emmy
0: nominee? Watch out for the big girls. Check. The list goes on for this multi-talented, multi-hyphenate who has not only taken over the pop charts, but social media and reality TV as well. With her flute in tow, Lizzo is back with her fourth studio album special, led by the smash hit single, About Damn Time. your host, Tamara Dia, and this is The Spout Podcast, where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And today, once again, that's Lizzo. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family your friends and your community the pursuit to serve others is yours find your purpose at grand canyon university private christian affordable visit gcu.edu
1: we have special hi mother, mother did you miss me i've been home since 2020 i've been twerking
0: Finally, we got this album we've been waiting for. You know, uh, the last time we spoke, you were just about to release your monster hit single, About Damn Time. Talk to me about this album special and why it's, okay, pardon the pun here, but why is it so
1: special? <laughs> the album is special because it means something. I didn't rush it. Like I really took my time to make sure that every song was useful. If not to me, then to somebody else. I was so aware of the time that I was going to be releasing music into, a time where we had just gotten out of trauma and we were probably bracing ourselves for more trauma as a society, as a people. And I felt like if my music didn't in some way help people express their trauma or escape their trauma or heal their trauma, then why am I an artist, you know, if I'm not reflecting the times? Special is an incredible no skips classic album full of beautiful music written by your girl. I had so much fun making it. It is an album that is just all about love. I feel like all these albums in the past have been like, I'm, I love myself. I promise, I love myself, and I'm going to love myself. And, and this album is just like that confidence that you have when you've just been like, I worked for this. It, it's that I worked for this, and look how much love I'm receiving. I think is what this album is all about. It's the stop, drop, and celebrate. How far you've come album of the year. It's bad, it's yeah, it's thick,
0: While About Damn Time continues its tear up the music charts, there are other tracks on the album which are standouts to Lizzo. You were surprised that About Damn Time was the, the big hit off of the album? Yeah. So far. <laughs> what other song is another standout for you?
1: What an unexpected uh trajectory of About Damn Time. It's about the song had been rewritten like five million times. I was like, it's not right, it's not right. I kept like rewriting it, freestyle the verse, the, the verses to get it just right. And we still didn't have the hook. And by the end of it, like I was like over. It. We were doing emergency sessions. What are we gonna do to fix this song? And I was sitting in the last session and I was like, what if it's just okay? All right, I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be all right. And everyone just looks at each other like, "Oh, shit. it's moments like that that click in, and you realize a song has use, a song has purpose." I think that's how I know a, a Lizzo song is going to be a banger when it has that purposefulness. I'm so excited that people like that song because I'm like, that ain't even that ain't even the hottest track on the album. Like, I got bangers, and I'm just so excited for people to hear this music that I've been just kind of sitting on for the last three years. good to me for different reasons like i didn't make an album and say okay this is the single this is a single the label is like fighting over what is this next single everyone has different ideas um like I, i did a couple songs with max martin which is like a dream collaborator for me but to be loved i think is a song that i really stepped outside of my comfort zone and just tried to a style that I don't normally do and, and and sing about love in a way that I don't normally sing about love. Oh, ready? Ready? About? We do a key change, okay, <laughs> like the old, the, the old school divas do the key change in a pop song. Let me know. <laughs> Um, I'm so proud of that But then You know I have a song With Mark Ronson That I just think Is incredible Called Break Up Twice Cause boy, You know me better You know me so much better You know that I don't break up twice And I The interpolation On that song uh, Of Lauryn Hill Like getting Lauryn Hill To clear the song Is like That's a dream Like she's my biggest Her and Missy Elliott My biggest inspirations And Beyonce obviously but then there's just other moments that are just lit, like Everybody's Gay, which is a song that I'm just so excited for the world to hear and Naked. I mean, I could go on all day listing. I, I will list every song on the album. As you should. because I love you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> also Special, like the, the title track is really incredible and powerful. So how could I forget about Special, which is like one of the most important songs I've ever written. In case nobody talk- to name the album after the song In Case Nobody Told You Today, which is special, but it was originally called In Case Nobody Told You. And so I always knew that this song was important. And I was like, this is the thesis of the album. Like, this is what the album means. This is the title. After working with Max Martin on it, he was like, the song is called Special. It's special. And I was like, yeah and then after i changed it i was like maybe i'll still call the album in case nobody told you and then everybody was like no you call the album special and after that i was like oh my god why didn't i think of this before the album is so special what else would i call it so that's how that went down
0: In 2022, if your song isn't made into a TikTok dance, is it even really a song? About Damn Time not only took over the airwaves, but social media as well, when it was turned into a dance with not only Lizzo herself joining in, but other big-name pop stars like Selena Gomez, who jumped
1: in on the fun. So what you guys want to do at Selena Gomez's TikTok with me? 80- with Selena Gomez This song is one of the last songs I wrote for the album. I didn't even think it was going to make the album. And now it's the number one song. Oh my goodness. All thanks to TikTok. There were so many people doing dances to my song about damn time and I'm so so grateful.
0: Like the rest of the world, Selena Gomez was dancing to about damn time on TikTok and the two of you had an exchange where you both confirmed that you wanted to do a collaboration together. So
1: I don't know why people just assume every time that two famous musicians talk to each other on the Internet that they're about to drop a song. What if we just want to be friends?
0: Well, you should absolutely (laughs) be friends. But the reason why I say that is because you actually wrote collab and she wrote back. Yes, yes, yes. Are we all up in your business.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why are you in my business? Because that's (laughs) that's my job. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're asking all the right questions. Trust me. She, I mean, she's incredible. Like I've, I've, I have been a fan of hers for such a long time. Like I was watching Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> so huh, I can't keep my hands to myself.
0: <laughs> so you're just going to be coy about that? Is that where we're leaving this? I'm going to be very coy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I tried. Anyway. About Damn Time has raked in a lot of accolades, but one that stands out is when it overtook her good friend Harry Styles' record-breaking smash hit As As It Was. In an industry filled with what Drake would call fake friends, one friendship that is genuine is the one between Lizzo and Harry. A friendship that their fans have affectionately referred to as Hizzo. Well, you know, About Damn Time is now the number one best-selling U.S. download in 2022. You just surpassed Harry Styles' massive hit as it was. You tweeted the news and you called Harry your, quote, bestie. You know, when you're not dancing at his shows and he's not bringing you out as a special performer on stage at Coachella and doing live covers of your songs. But when did you two first meet and how did you become so close? we
1: we have a, we have an interesting how much of the story do I tell um you know I was a fan of his when I saw him I saw him on SNL and I was like oh my gosh like this is incredible music And then um, he did Juice in his Live Lounge, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's a mutual, you know, respect here." And um, I think we did a sh- we there was like a show that we were gonna do together, and it was like, "Okay, we gotta go to Miami to do the show. Let's split a jet." <laughs> So I met Harry basically on a jet <laughs> and we flew to Miami together for our first time meeting. And we was talking for a long time and gotten in, in, like, you know, he's a great person, a great listener, really good listener and like really cares about, you know, how you feel and very funny. So that's an interesting way to meet somebody for the first time for people with social anxiety. Not the ideal way, but Harry can make even the most like socially anxious person like feel very comfortable
0: In an era where collaborations with other artists is par for the course What stands out about special is that there are no other artist features on the album It honestly makes it that much more special but fans are still left wondering when they will see a collaboration from one of her best friends in particular. Um, you know, admittedly, I was hoping to hear uh, Harry on your new album. You know, I'm Team Hizo. So what's up with a collaboration between the two of you?
1: Whenever I do a feature, it's because the song is asking for it. And I feel like these songs that I put on special are perfect and aren't really asking for features right now. Um, I also wanted to show the world, me as a songwriter... Now that everyone knows who I am, I wanted to show off my songwriting skills and, and show the world, you know, uh, what I got. So i wanted this album to be all about me yeah there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> but feature features features are coming don't you worry about that
0: okay can i throw a suggestion out there because like again i don't think you yeah have features but can we please get everybody's gay with lil nas x i feel like that would just like make the world like you know explode with like amazingness <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's my suggestion every While many young music lovers are growing up being inspired by Lizzo, the special singer herself was inspired by none other than the Queen Bee herself, Beyoncé. In her recent episode of Carpool Karaoke, Lizzo explained just how much Beyoncé means to her.
1: When I was shy or when I, you know, didn't think I was cool and when I was getting picked on, I would listen to Beyoncé in my bedroom and it would transport me. I would feel something. I would feel like this, my life is gonna be better. Right. You know, there's hope for me. When I dropped out of college and I was really depressed, I listened to B-Day on repeat. And I would just sing B-Day all the time. And I was like, I'm gonna be a singer. I'm gonna be a singer. The way she makes people feel is how I wanna make people feel with the music. Wow. Like, I've, she's been my North Star.
0: That's likely why when Lizzo's name was mentioned alongside Beyonce's, she became, quote, emotional. You know, I saw a tweet that recently said, thank you, Beyonce. Thank you, Drake. And thank you, Lizzo. I see what you are doing here and I love it. You responded to it and you said it made you emotional. Why is that?
1: Yes. Because that's a very good question. Um. <clears throat> I wasn't expecting that <laughs> It's a beyonce pun um i um feel i felt very seen in a in a world in a culture that likes to or that tends to erase artists like me um who have been you know dedicated to changing the vibration in the culture and making things lighter and and more of a love. I felt very seen and appreciated by that message, Um, especially it coming from a black woman that really just touched my heart because, you know, I've faced a lot of backlash and I've faced a lot of negative comments and let negative uh, energies directed towards me when it's like, I've only put out positive energy and I've only made feel good music and disco music and music that makes people dance and smile and feel good. And for some odd reason, I feel like, you know, I'm a huge target for, for hate, you know, with the resurgence of house music and um, in the mainstream Artists like Beyonce and Drake really popularizing it right now. It feels really good to be included in the conversation when it's talking about ushering a new energy into music and making people feel good again. Is it your birthday, girl? Cause you looking like a present. Is it your birthday,
0: girl? Lizzo's voice is just as powerful off the stage as it is on. Whether she's encouraging body positivity or she's publicly speaking out against injustices, unlike many others, Lizzo puts her money where her mouth is. You know, I think it's so important when people use their platform to do good in the world. And recently the Supreme Court, you know, made the decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. And, you know, understandably that sent shockwaves through the world. And you immediately announced that you would be donating $500,000 from the proceeds of your upcoming tour um, to which Live Nation actually matched. So now it's a million dollars to Planned Parenthood and abortion rights. Can you talk about how you felt when that ruling came down and why you thankfully lent your voice and your resources to the cause?
1: Well, it was an interesting day because I felt like it felt very surreal, even though we we had had the leak. So there was a warning that this was they were attempting to do this, which, by the way, when you're not a politician, and you don't have a seat of power in politics. It it can feel really helpless. So it was kind of just looming towards us. I was already kind of like, there was like a mental preparation, but it can't really physically prepare you or emotionally prepare you for the reality of it when it hits. I don't like to take up too much space as a famous person with my thoughts and prayers and opinions. I like to take, to let other people take that space people who are activists and people who I want to hear from their voices. I think my position as somebody who is, has a platform now and has a privilege a financial privilege and is to be just a place of action. How can I be a resource? How can I be a platform and how can I help people take action? So I think that's the first thought when things like this happen for me. I don't go time to go on, you know, and, and just put my thought into the fray because there's so much everyone's thinking out loud now. Social media is everyone thinking out loud and then everyone's thoughts on that person's thought. <laughs> and I feel like it's not helpful, at least for my position to add to that if I can't add a solution. I try to be a very solutionary person. So, my first instinct was okay, what do people need and what do I have? People need money. And we called Planned Parenthood immediately because we have a contact there and a relationship there. Because with my Juneteenth give back that I do every year, we added Planned Parenthood this year to the organization, the list of organizations that we were going to donate money to. So, they, we were already working with them. And when this happened, we called them and they were, like literally had no cell service because they were outside in the streets. They were in a March. And I was like, hello, <laughs> <laughs> what, what can we do to help? I, they were like, what they told us what they needed? There's a lot that they're going to need. Um, and not only, you know, where are we given the Planned Parenthood, but abortion funds, which is another organization that helps people <sighs> that those are my feelings on it. It's like, if I can't like, don't talk, do you know, and that's what I did. Thank you so much from all of
0: us out here that don't have those resources. So we appreciate that you do things like that. I want to wrap up by asking Did Beyonce see your carpool karaoke? Because I saw you tweeting about it and we were
1: out here trying to tweet for you to get her attention. I'll never know if Beyonce watched it <laughs> because Beyonce works in very mysterious ways. Obviously, after you've seen the carpool karaoke, you understand why I said that. Like, I talk about her and I sing crazy in love and I do her ad-libs and I just want to do her proud, you know, as a, as a girl from Houston, as a bootylicious soldier, <laughs> Destiny's child from Houston, I just want to do her proud. So yeah, I mean, who knows if she's seen it or not? I, I just love her. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, Lizzo. I really appreciate your time and I am excited to bump special all week, like not even just the summer, but all year. Cause there's some really, really special tracks on there. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so, so much. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much,
1: Lizzo. Bye. And if you love me, you love all of me or oh, none of me at all. To see more of our conversation with Lizzo, search Spout Podcast on IG or Twitter. And coming Thursday, see the entire conversation with Lizzo at Spout Podcast on YouTube. Next week, Demi Lovato spouts off.
0: So for me, I'm such a fluid person that I don't really, I don't find that I am, I felt like, especially last year, my energy was balanced and my masculine and feminine energy. So that when I was faced with the choice of walking into a bathroom, and it said women and men, I didn't feel like there was a bathroom full of me because I didn't feel necessarily like a woman. I didn't feel like a man. Um, I just felt like a human. And that's what they, them is, is about for me. It's just about like feeling human at your core.
1: The Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media, produced by Mark Long and created by Phil Becker.
0: Spout